Hi, I'm Chris. My name is Yoteva. Hi, I'm Adam. Hi, I'm Frankie. Hi, I'm Gary. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm the host of Life with Jamie and Moore. Hi, I'm Josh. This is my song. Stay tuned. Those are the dads that I spoke to over the past 12 months. Yeah, it's been a year since I started this podcast. I can't believe it. It's actually pretty amazing. I'm going to give myself a bit of a pat on the back. But this hasn't happened just because of me. It's because of all the support that I've received from all over the world on this. So I asked those guys to give me some advice uh, in an audio file. They sent it over. And you're going to hear that advice at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned. You're going to hear it. Okay. week I'm going to talk about a bit of a reflection on a year. So on June 28th last year I released my first episode which is called Initial, Sh- Initial Shock Grief and Trauma Unnoticed and that currently sits today at 89 plays. Um, and that um, is kind of says a lot about why I did why I started doing this podcast because um, I feel that for um, some guys maybe a lot of guys I don't like is that when we Thrust into the world of having children that need that really need extra help um, is that we are not ready. I don't think anyone's ready. I don't think even mums are ready Um, because there is no there's no kind of book to this as or guideline as to kind of what you should do or what you should do who you need to talk to. Um, is you are literally just on the craziest ride that you can ever imagine. And for me, that's, you know, it, it just started exactly like that. And if you, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't gone back and listened to the first episode, um, please do, because I think it is a great one to listen to, to understand the concept uh, as to why I'm doing this podcast. Um, 
it is something I feel so strongly about still a year in, maybe even more, actually. I think I feel even more passionate now than what I did a year ago because I find myself um, really having to dig around and find the dads and some dads are just not interested um and sometimes I contact the mums and the mums ask the dads and the dads are like no and I get that I get that dads are not well, some dads are reluctant to talk about this and there are many reasons for that um they just don't want to put themselves out there uh, in general um they're quite they've got too many things going on in their world um life's tough um or they feel that if they're going to talk about something or share something that they need to know everything um which is so which is which is not right because i definitely do not know everything um i'm far from that and i put my hands up i think i put my hands up so much more now even in the last year with just things that I don't know. Like I, I have learned in the last year of doing this, doing this podcast, my podcast here, um, a lot more about rare disease uh, and what happens um, with children who have rare diseases. The variations of rare diseases um, – and the struggles, the real struggles that families have, and and of course, I I come back to the dads, right? Because, um, I while is a you know the mums are doing an amazing job on this, and the mums are just you know absolute troopers, like my wife, just you know knocking down the walls every day, and you know, just not giving up at all. Um, and it makes me feel highly inferior. <laughs> but I do have to remind myself, and I and I do, um, my wife tells me that, you know, she really appreciates kind of what I'm doing and all these things. So that does make me feel better. Maybe actually, just to make me, I don't know, if, you, if, 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 this is, if there's mums listening, and I know that mums listen to this because um, almost... Uh, 60 or over 60 percent are uh, of a female so um <clears throat> maybe a a nice suggestion to the mums to help the dads is if you don't already um give them some positive feedback on what they're doing because i think that would really help them um and if you do that anyway then that is a, that's great it doesn't have to be over the top or anything like that but i think it's like um I think it works both ways as well, actually, though. I do think, you know, if there's dads listening to this, which there are, because the other 30, 35, whatever percent, um, as I think that works the way as well, as we've got to be like that, is, you know, let's be, let's be, let's be, give our, give our, our family some real humanity and, and, you know, if we don't already thank them for kind of, you know, thanks for hanging up the washing, you know, because we often, you know, just expect it to be done, right? 
because I come home, oh, it's done, like, you know, that's magically hung itself up. No, it fucking hasn't magically hung itself up. Like, you know, nine times out of ten, Junko's hung it up, you know. Um, I haven't been here, I've been at work or... But it's... I always... I do think to myself, like, I can just do... I can always do better and I can always do more. And I think that is important. That's an important thing um, to remember for me, anyway. Um, so where am I? I'm getting way off track here with what I'm what I'm talking about. Um, so a year in, and I am more passionate about it, about hearing dads, supporting dads. Um, and that looks differently every day for me because I have, I get, I get frustrated um, because I see dads, some, some dads struggling um, and, but they don't, no, they don't know how to put their hands up and they don't know how to kind of reach out um, because it's they feel that it's going to be make them look weak and that is not the case at all I think that um, it makes us so much stronger and it is such a so much stronger for the dads to put their hands up and say hey I am listen I, I don't know. I am really struggling with this. Um, and it and it is very tricky for men to do this. Um, even for me, I still struggle with this. I still I fight within myself to sometimes um, be like this and say I'm, I'm struggling, you know. But when I say it, when I actually say it to my wife in situations when I've actually been like, you know, I'm, I am struggling, I need to, you know, not, I need to take a day off work or I need to, um, you know, not do this or just stay home or can you please just look after the kids? I need to just go and lie down for 15 minutes. Um, that is, it, it could be a really small thing or it could be a larger thing. Um, and putting my hands up to be, and saying, hey, I don't have the bandwidth, I don't have the capacity to do it right now as dad, um, I think is so, it shows strength. It shows absolute strength. And a strength that I, I don't think I knew I had for many, many years. It's taken a long time. And I think it's it comes with a battle of, battling with uh, the kind of toxic masculinity that a lot of us have. And um, I still feel that it's about kind of redefining um, redefining who I want to be and how I piece together the, my kind of masculinity as a man um, through as I walk through this world and with my kids and how I 
how I care for Jamie, how I care for Joshua, how I care for Jonko. Um, and it's, it is really tricky for me sometimes. Uh, other times I find it really much easier. Um, so let's go back into the episodes and I want to talk about a couple of episodes here which uh, I feel if you have, again, if you haven't gone back or, you know, whatever, that's fine. That's up to you to go back and have a listen to them. Um, I know personally, like, I, I, I feel like I, I want to listen to something fresh. So I don't like going back into, um, if, I, if I follow a podcast, I'm like, I'm listening from then onwards. I, I don't go back into episodes. But that just, that's just me. I don't know if other people will like that. So I kind of, you know, I like to personally like to keep it nice and fresh and listen to something current and, and, and real. So I'm just going to scroll through here and see what um, um, what episodes are really great ones to, uh, to talk about, to, to kind of go into. Um, maybe actually one thing over, over this journey of, of one year, I I feel that like and again I kind of question myself and maybe I shouldn't question myself because like this is how I feel and this is kind of where my kind of my head and my heart are kind of both in tune with this. Um and I had to be very careful about how to say this because um I don't want to sound like I'm um kind of swinging one way or the other with um how dads are. I think one of the interesting things is that um, I found is that um, the advocacy of dads within a, um, for example, who are, have uh, Down syndrome um, and, and also uh, dads who are in the world of uh, rare disease I feel can actually, um, let's talk about the Down syndrome first. I feel that, like, um, Down syndrome, if there isn't, if it, if it is just Down syndrome and there's no autism or there's no other complications that run alongside of, um, Down syndrome, that Down syndrome can, um, it can be a surprise and a shock because, again, you just don't, parent, you know, dads just don't know kind of what it is really unless they've had previous experience, um, which uh, Jesse um, had, um, which was way back in October last year. Um, but I, I, I feel that it is, it, it can be, um, it can look very differently. That that journey for the for 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 a dad, that journey for Down syndrome can look really differently. For for say for example a rare disease dad, um, who is an advocate, and we're talking about kind of yeah, advocate or not. Um, and I think as a obviously with a rare disease is that it is a rare disease or rare condition. 
And there can sometimes be a hope of a cure, which is um, with that rare disease. Now, I know this is a huge blanketing statement, um, and this is why I'm very, I have to be very careful when I say this, because I don't want to kind of make it sound like, you know, I'm just kind of saying, well, because of this situation, dads tend to kind of jump into the active mode of, okay, I want to try and fix it. Um, but that's, I feel that that's kind of often the case because it gets, dads can latch onto that and be, become a real advocate for maybe finding a cure or it allows them, it gives them a purpose, um, through and and helps them with the acceptance process. If I compare that to a child, um, who has just, just Down syndrome and, 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 uh, nothing else then there is like the it's very rare I think for the dad to kind of look for the cure um because it's a um chromosome it's chromosome related so and so it 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 looks different in that way um and then you have kind of the autism side. So you have, for example, Down syndrome and autism. And I, I, I for again, uh, from my experience so far, uh, is that the dads who are in the autism world are, while we, ha- you know, we can we some, sometimes, not always, we sometimes have kids who, uh, with a range of, auto, the spectrum of autism of, um, of ASD is, is really broad, right? And that can, that can pose real challenges for us as dads because we just, um, it can be on the extreme side or, or not. Um, and we just don't quite know what to do. And again, there is no cure for this. Um, And so the dad is left to just, he he, he needs to just accept it because there is no changing it. So he's got to just get his shit together. And, and the acceptance process of that looks differently to how uh, for example, a dad with rare diseases. Now that it's just different, and I'm not saying one is one is better or worse than the other, or um, easier than the other. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just pointing out that there is. I feel that there is a um, a difference with this. Um, and I I feel it's it it you know um, because us dads are not great at really talking about how we how we how we are and and what's making our well what's what's what we're finding difficult um is that we tend to kind of go down that that we we tend to lock ourselves away throw ourselves into work which is what I did 
for uh, for for a number of years, um, and Junko said to me, you know, a couple of years back, is that you know there was a point that she really almost felt like she was a single mother because I it was easier for me to kind of you know I felt like I could just like get stuck into my job, stay at the school, um, and. You know, rather than not um, coming home and helping out. And I think, I've been honest with myself here, like, it was, there were, I'm sure there were times that I had that choice of like, oh, I can go home now or I can stay at the school um, and maybe faff around on the computer um, if I didn't have any lessons. So, yeah, I, I, I think there are... You know, I I made, I made wrong choices. Um, I, where I could have gone home, I could have uh, helped out because of the ex, because of my acceptance in um, the world that that uh, that I was living in. Um, so going kind of. Um, going through, again, back into the episodes, talking about, um, I, well, I think, uh, a theme that's always popped up is the, we talk about acceptance, the journey of acceptance with it, how, um, I, I feel that some dads feel that they've got it. And they will say that they've got it, they've got the acceptance sorted or uh, believe that they have it. Um, but actually don't. It is a... Because it is... I don't know. I, I, there's... I, I'm trying to kind of pick up the kind of the... The signs of it, and I and what what is as dads like? What do we, what do we want for our kids? And a lot of that comes from um, our own desire for what we what we want our kids to be, and that could be: Do we want them to academically uh, succeed? Um, and or do we want them just to be uh, included in, within society, um, and be part of society? Um, and I think that's the battle where dads can struggle with because we don't. Mums as well here, so I think it's it's not just a it's not just a dad thing, but it's like where do we um like do we advocate for inclusion or do we advocate for inclusion and um inclusion and the uh like the academic kind of uh process because 
and I and I and I I feel like it's a it's a it's a it's really tricky because everyone ha- I guess has these ideas as to what they what they want or what they feel that their child needs, and um, that kind of is um, projected from us onto our kids. And I don't think that's fair on our kids because I think that our, our kids are, are their own selves. And so what what I do is I try and the best I can, and I and and while I I certainly don't um, I certainly don't nail don't, don't nail this home or the like and and be a hundred percent on this, but I I think that allowing our kids to do what they want to do, but sometimes they don't know what they want to do. They they are unable to even communi- communicate to us as to what they want to do, depending on their condition or their disability or whatever. And that's hard for us, right? Because we like we 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 want to have feedback. We want to have that. We feel like we 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 ha- we want that. And when we don't, when we don't have that, is that we then decide for them what we think is best for them from from a, a schooling perspective or an inclusion perspective or a academic kind of skills ability we push that on some of our kids and that is it's a it, it's a it's a tough one i think it's a really difficult one because um i feel we we all want we want everything we want our kids to be able to read we want our kids to be able to write we want our kids to be able to do this do that and the reality is that they just can't there are things that they cannot do and they will not do um but that doesn't mean that we have to give up on them what that means is that we just give them the opportunities but we don't have to force ourselves on our, our force ourselves on them as to kind of what we believe they should be um because i think that can have really dire consequences and and that kind of can flow on into like you know putting unnecessary well unnecessary or um less desirable kind of uh projections onto the onto the teachers and things like that um so yeah it's a it's a it it's bloody hard um and uh yeah the the acceptance of it plays a crucial role in this um for for us so you know, I think that it is a always an evolving thing um, with with all with uh, all uh, um, all of us. Um, I think, like, let's. I want to talk about now some of the uh, kind of another standout episode for me personally. Um, it may not have had like had the most amount of plays or but it's an episode that 
Um, you know, I, I, I feel uh, was real and um, open and honest. Um, and I, and I think probably one of the, um, as as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm, I'm finding it hard to kind of pick the episode and I, and maybe I'll just pick a couple of them because I think, um, Gary's journey as dad, um, he's now 20 years in, um, to Christopher, um, cerebral palsy, uh, he has cerebral palsy as a quadriplegic. Um, and I think this episode really, um, I, 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 I just felt he was, uh, Gary was really honest about his struggles as a dad with this, um, and I think the moment when when he said that, well, Christopher had turned around to him, this is probably about five years ago or uh, five or seven years ago, he said the NDIS in Australia kicked in and um, what that allowed meant was that um, there was actually a system where Christopher could actually uh, live on a day-to-day basis without... Um, the support of Gary. And so Christopher turned around to Gary and said, listen, I don't want you to be my care, carer anymore. And Gary, of course, was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. That, that doesn't sound that, like, I don't understand. What do you mean? And he says, well, I just want you to be dad. And I remember when, when Gary was telling me this, is that, you know, I just felt a huge sense of, and even now talking about it now, um, is that it's such a, uh, it will, it will sit with me for a, for a while, but that, that, that part of the, the chat with Gary, because I think it sums up exactly what we want to be as dads is we just want to be dad. And we, for, from, from day one, or almost from day one of, depending on how it plays out with everyone, but we, uh, we kind of can not, not, we, 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 we don't know how to play dad because we are thrown into that world of, um, being a being a carer straight away, and the the role of dad takes the back seat to it. It, it it's like falls behind, and and so you become someone who just is the caregiver, co caregiver, or sole caregiver, however it looks, and that is really tough for us, for dads, because we. We want to be dad. Um, we have an we have some kind of idea as to kind of maybe what dad is, or sometimes we don't, and we just make it up as we go. 
Um, but I just remember that when, you know, when he told me, I, you, you'll hear me, you know, it, 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 it really hits home. And, and just talking about it now, um, it's such a powerful moment in, in that chat with Gary. It currently sits at 69 plays. And I would say that that um, is an episode that if you really want to um, hear a dad who's in there, been in there for 20-odd years and who's been through a lot but and, and, and struggles, um, it is Gary has his struggles and... Um, I, it's, it's real. Um, and so I, I just, I recommend you jump into that, that episode. The, the next episode, which I, I, I feel is, um, another great episode, which I, uh, did with Casey, uh, and he's the husband of, Effie Parks, um, and she's got the um, Once Upon a Gene podcast. And so I managed to kind of get in, in contact and, and and chat with Casey. And I, I feel like he, what I love about it is that his priority is to really is 100% to help forward in his in his life and his you know his just everything he 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 wants to do is is about forward and for forward um he we 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 talked we talk in 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 our talk we talk about um acceptance and uh moving forward and you know giving ourselves um, compassion and kindness because of the role that we are in as dads with this. Um, a re- just a great, just a, such a beautiful chat. Um, and I really respect Casey for, for opening up um, with, with, uh, with his story. So I, I you know, Jump into that one as well. Casey's journey is dead. He's six and a half years in. It's a rare disease. Um, I would say um, another another episode, um, which I think I really enjoyed, um, and I think because I just really can we. Since kind of doing this episode, I've really connected with, uh, with Chris is my, uh, one of the more my, more recent episodes that uh, I've done, um, and he's ten years in, um, and it's uh, with a uh, with Noonan syndrome, so it's a rare disease again. It's in two parts this episode. Um. The first ep- the first part's got seventy four plays. The second part's got forty five plays. I honestly, 
I th- like it's such a everything is great about this is I really hope that the second part people listen to more of that second part because as with a lot of the talks that I have with with dads is the second half of the episodes or the latter half of the episodes is that that's when we really start to be real and the dad starts to be open about his struggles and his that's where you get the vulnerability that's where you get the openness the rawness um it doesn't come out normally within the first kind of 30 minutes or an hour is it takes that time for you know for the dad and myself to kind of connect and feel safe and feel like you know we can be open about it um so i really you know would love you to get in there and and listen to that episode um listen to part one if you've listened to part one get into part two if you haven't listened to any of it listen get, get it stuck in there like listen to part one listen to part two um and yeah he he chris again um such a lovely guy full of compassion um and you know he again like you know a lot of these a lot of, a lot of dads who are down the line in the journey like you know like myself 15 years in chris's 10 years and um i go back here brooke uh he's seven years in raz eight years in um again gary's like 20 years in um you know douglas you went to douglas like 14 years in um frankie 11 years in like these guys are down the line and i feel that when the conversations I have with dads who are down the line, you know, over 10 years really, is that it's, is, I realise how battle-worn the dads are um, and how battle-worn I was because, I, again, for 11 years I didn't know I, the acceptance of it, the true acceptance of it, um, wasn't there. So, it's, it is, if we don't help our dad, if we don't help the dads, we don't help our husbands, you know, by telling them that, you know, asking them, are they, are they doing okay? How are you doing? Um reaching out to our dads and you know not give not not giving up on on them and in a sense kind of allowing you know be, being there for them um is that that's going to good things are going to happen for them which means good things are going to happen for the family um because we it i i always come back to it. it's just it's it's hard it's very hard some some dads have got to deal with seizures. Um, you know, I don't have to deal with seizures, but oh my goodness, like bloody hell! I mean, I. You know, it it's it's frightening. Uh, it's frightening to think about that and 
but I, I've kind of learned a little bit as to how how to react in that situation, you know? Um, but again, I've got the bandwidth to be able to kind of allow that in, you know? And, and my bandwidth changes from day to day, right? Sometimes I, or from week to week, sometimes I've, I've got a bigger bandwidth. I can let these things in. I can, and sometimes I can't. I can't let them in. I just, I'm, you know, there's too many things on my in my world, and I and I'm and I struggle, and so my bandwidth is low. My compassion, my compassion is low. Um, and I hate it. I hate those weeks. I hate those times because that's when I really need to do my self care, right? I need to do my. I need to have my self care so much more in those times than when I'm, you know, my bandwidth is higher because I'm able to kind of just take so much more in. So, but going back to, uh, I've gone off topic here, but going back to what I see, dads who are down the line, over 10 years in, they're battle-scarred, damaged, there's no other way of saying it. Um, it's, you know, um, marriages are hard work, but they are, you know, even harder as things go on because the romance and the, you know, the passion and all those kind of things, you have to, do, you have to put so much more into it. Well, but then again, maybe you'd have to put so much more. We just got to do the little stuff, do the little things. You know, we don't have to kind of have the big fanfares. We just got to do the little things. You know, which will then grow and be easier to do the the bigger things, right? Um, but it is real. You know, um, the challenge we have as as dads, um, as men, dealing with the compassion that we need to have, the empathy, the caring for our ch children, caring for our other children who may or may not have special needs or additional needs, and caring for our wives because our wives need to be looked after because, oh my goodness me, like, uh, you know, where would, we, where would we be without them? I mean, where would I be without Junko? Like, oh... I, I, it scares me to even think about that. Um, so it's it is, we 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 need you know we we got to be the best we can be. And comes back to again looking after ourselves, acceptance of it, allowing things to be what they are. Some things we just can't change, and we just need to be. That's how it is. Um, so I, going forward from here, um, the podcast, the podcast, I'm making some <clears throat> kind of some changes to how the podcast, um, might sound and the questions that we put out there and, and, and all that, um, and I'm looking forward to it actually. Because 
one of uh, one of the things I'm going to be asking the dads because we previously, as you, if if you're a regular listener, as I was asking dads for some songs at the end of uh, the chat as to um, songs that they like or the kids like. But I'm changing that question now, and I'm going to be asking the dads, what is a theme? If 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 what would be the theme song for their journey as dad, um, to us to their child with special needs? What would be the theme song? Um, which I actually, I, I would like for me. I know exactly what mine would be. It would be it's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll, um. And it was done by that's by ACDC. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing that when I throw that question out to the dads, um, what they say. I'm really interested to hear that. Um, I I want to try and get some. Um, not just dads onto the podcast, I actually want to get some professionals who deal with physical therapy, um, even uh, like doctors on board, um, and have them discuss their, you know, if they have any advice, but also what they see on their side from a, you know, where, where they think dads can, dads can, step up, how they can step up and, and, um, you know, where they see dads doing great things. I, I think that's, that's good because we, you know, you know, that I think is going to be a positive, um, aspect to it. So I am really excited going forward. I do have moments like I said at the beginning of this, I get frustrated because I feel like I'm, I don't get a lot of feedback. Um, so please, if you want to send me something, or you want to send me some feedback on it, I'd love to have your feedback. Um, it does help me keep going with this. Uh, I'm not going to lie, like it does. It makes me feel like I am making a difference because when I when I feel like I'm not making a difference and I get no feedback how am I supposed to know if it if I'm making a difference so I do get you know um, some of the dads say it's great very good but what really for me what really get real kicks is that someone that I do not that someone who is not a a guest someone who is separate from a guest who actually comes back to me and has says loved this loved this episode because of this or whatever or that for me is gold that is why I do it because it's got into the hands of someone who I didn't know. Um, and that's really powerful. So, you know, um, I'm, I, I'd love to, love to hear from you. You can send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, um, 
go on to the um, there's all the links. All the links will be in the show notes here, so you can um, message message me, email me, uh, rate the podcast, please rate it. Uh, if you haven't already done so, please rate it on Apple, Google, um, Spotify, wherever you listen. Rate it, please. Leave a comment. Um, yeah, would love for you to do that so it does get out there into the into more. Um, the I feel like I'm doing such a niche thing here because of dads. And so I understand that it's a really niche, niche market. Um, so I get that. And I think I just have to keep reminding myself that it's such a, such a niche market that it's not like, you know, a, 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 f- a football podcast or a baseball podcast or a gaming podcast or something like that. Um, this is talking about real 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 dads and their real journeys and I'm going to keep doing it um, because I think it's it's helping it's helping me it's helping others um, it's creating connection I've made new friends doing this I've made you know some real good connections here doing it and I'll continue to to make good connections um if you know someone who you think might be interested to share their story or maybe not share their story because I know people who do not want to share their story and they don't want to listen even though they are in the world of being a special needs dad um but if you know you just never know throwing it out there and sharing it there's no harm in sharing like you know and I I often share on my personal one. I just put it out there again and again and again, because, like, that's what I got to do. I um, you know, and I just ask my friends. I'm like, do you know anyone who has a, a special a family with special needs or disabilities? Um, and you realize how small the world is because when everyone comes back and says, "Don't know anyone," "Don't know anyone," you realize how small it really is. But that doesn't, it doesn't stop me and, you know, it kind of drives me forward more because I want to keep doing this for now and um, keep enjoying it, keep learning, keep being, learning how, how to be, give myself some compassion, some space, some self-love because, you know, that is really important knowing how to give give myself some you know some real genuine self love that is really important and that might look like a you know a drive in the car it might look like a coffee in the park it might look like putting headphones on in the park at home wherever getting away from the world that I am, but that's how it is. Thank you again for listening. We are one year in. Thanks for tuning in, and I really enjoy, I'm going to really enjoy doing more of this. It's just 
so much fun. Thank you. Hi, I'm Gary. I'm dad to Christopher, who is quadriplegic with athetoid cerebral palsy. He's just turned 27, and the cerebral palsy was the result of a birth trauma. I was his primary carer for most of his upbringing uh, up until the last few years. All I could say by way of advice, honestly, is keep listening to podcasts like this. The sort of conversations that you'll hear with Steve are gold and you will find in them nuggets here and there that you can apply to your life. I have no advice from my life in particular, um, but I would very much recommend that you listen in to conversations like this and glean from them whatever you need because what you're going to need is not the same as what I needed and what I still need. But um, go for it. Good on you. A man steps up and you've done that and you're doing that. So all I can say is keep going if you can and keep listening to conversations like this and um, all the very best to you. Hi, I'm Chris. And the advice I'd give to dads with children is two things. The first being the bonds that we want when they're older are started at their infancy. It's those moments of feeding bottles, changing diapers, rocking to sleep. If you want to build bonds, you build them now, not later. The second piece is that it's fair to dream of who and what your child will be before they're in your life. But the second they are, our new job is to water and nurture their dreams so that they can grow into who they are and who they will be. Hi, I'm Adam, and my advice to any dads who are caring for a child with special needs is to never be afraid to admit when you need support or just time to look after yourself. The reality is we're all in a unique environment where we're under constant stress and where a lot is being demanded of us, both mentally and physically, our children rely on us for everything, so it's more important than ever that we find the time to take care of ourselves. Don't demand too much of yourself. Don't sweat the small stuff. Reach out when you need to talk and rationalise your emotions and find those opportunities where you can take a break and refill your cup so that you can go back and be your best self for your family. And never, ever forget, you're doing an amazing job. Hi. I'm Frankie. As time goes on and the situations you are dealing with begin to repeat themselves, even if they are new, they will start to feel like you've been there before. That is usually where you start finding peace and serenity between the madness and the chaos of whatever situation you are in. You will discover that you are more powerful than you ever thought you were and you're becoming the person who you were meant to be. Embrace it. It's not something that happened by accident. Kia orana from New Zealand, Aotearoa. My name is Yoteva. My advice to dads with kids, always remember to pause, reflect, and look forward Stay healthy, stay positive, 
breathe, embrace, and remember, as a dad, you got this. Stay blessed.